Hey there, real quick before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to a workshop all about being a swing and or dance captain that's going to be taught by Phil Colgan. He's been both a dance captain and a swing on the biggest hit of the past decade, Hamilton, and he's currently a swing and assistant dance captain on Anne Juliet right now. I actually got my start in this industry swinging and dance captaining, so I know firsthand how beneficial both of these positions are. You're much more in demand and you get paid a lot more too. Now, most people don't take advantage of these benefits or even consider being a swing and or dance captain, and I get why. There's not a lot of info out there on how to do either of these positions, let alone even how to get hired as them. So that's why Amplified Artists is sponsoring this workshop, and it is open to everyone. So whether you think you may be interested in becoming a swing or a dance captain or both, or you already have been doing this and you want to get some advanced tips and insights from a Broadway pro, come join us Monday, June 10th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The workshop is online, so you can join us from anywhere. And if you have a conflict, there's an option for you to get a recording of the workshop afterwards so you don't miss out. Head over to AmplifiedArtist.life forward slash workshop for all of the info and to save your spot. Again, that's AmplifiedArtist.life forward slash workshop, and I'll add that link to the show notes as well. All right, now on to the episode. Let's talk about building wealth. And what do I mean by that? I mean no longer living paycheck to paycheck. I mean choosing where you want to live and who you want to live with, if anyone at all. It means freedom to turn down the jobs that don't interest you. It means a freedom from even submitting for those kinds of jobs. It means building your dream lifestyle, where you eat, how you dress, where you go on vacation. All of these things are under the building your wealth umbrella. And if you're sitting there thinking like, oh yeah, right, not in the theater industry, well, think again, because what I'm going to show you today works regardless of what industry you're in and regardless of how much money you make or don't make, because I'm going to show you three strategies that don't rely on your income at all or making any more income. And no, it is not too good to be true. I use these three strategies myself. So let me show you how to do it. Let's get going. Hey there, welcome to Theater Life Uncensored, where we peel back the curtain and reveal to you what's really working in today's industry for theater artists just like you. That means you get to hear and learn how to surpass your career goal sooner and enjoy an easier, more peaceful life along the way. I'm your host, Jim Cooney, a New York City-based director-choreographer, and I'm also the founder of Amplified Artists, a membership community for theater professionals from performers to producers and everyone in between, helping you create a career and life you love. So this is our very last episode of the season, and it's always sad for me when we get to this point because I love being here with you all each week. I love getting to connect with you all. But as they say, all good things must come to an end. So here we are at the end of the season, and I want to start by giving some thank yous. First of all, to you. Whether this is your first time tuning in or you've been a listener of this show since we launched in 2022, thank you for being here. There is no audience without a show, and so I do these episodes for you. So much of what we talk about on the show isn't available anywhere else. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to put this show together and get this information in your hands. You've heard me say many times that I've gotten to speak on panels alongside or gotten to teach alongside or work with a ton of casting directors, producers, agents, directors, choreographers, music directors, writers, and all of these people, they say the same things. It's universal info about what gets you hired, what makes people want to work with you, all of that stuff exists. Like this information exists. It's out there, but I want to bring it to you. I want to make it accessible to you so you have the information that you need. And so again, that is why I created this show, but I'm not doing this alone. So the next people I want to thank are our guests from the season. We had Tony award-winning director, choreographer, Christopher Catelli. We had Tony award-winning producer, Rashad Chambers. 
we had Broadway performers, Aurelia Michael, Rochelle Rack, Jeff Gordy. And these people are not just performers. They're multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate artists, as you've heard uh, on their episodes. We also had Javier Menente, who's building a Broadway career in Mexico City. We have performer and musician Michelle Lemon, who showed how to stay booked and blessed all year long and, and book your jobs easier. Right? We've had incredible guests with really awesome info, really helpful info, strategic info. Uh, and that, of course, is alongside all the episodes that I've done myself, my solo episodes where we've talked about contract negotiations and networking and using gratitude to improve your career and life and how to check off your goals faster. So if you've missed any of these guests or topics, I really encourage you to go back and catch these past episodes. Now, I also want to thank those of you who left a tip this season. Now, this is something that was brand new. Uh, it does cost me money to put the show on. I mean, besides the camera microphone, there's the software to record it. There's the software to edit it. There's the software that hosts it so you can listen to it or watch it. There's the software that helps me you know, put this out on social media. So it's several hundreds of dollars in expenses to put the show together. So for those of you who left me a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, you know, I really do appreciate that. It helps me recover the cost. It helps keep the show going. So thank you for doing that. If you have not done that yet and you want to do that, if the show has helped you in any way and you want to help support the show, there is a link in the show notes. You can click and leave a small tip. You can leave as much or as little as you want. It's totally up to you. Obviously, this show is free, so this is just an optional thing if you would like to help support it. But to all of those uh, people who have already done this this season, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Now, another way you can support the show that doesn't cost you any money is by telling your friends. And that literally can just mean telling them in person or by sending them a link to the show or the podcast platforms. They actually have built in tools that help them know that they should be sharing the show with a wider audience. And so things like subscribing and get notified of the new episodes on YouTube or subscribing to the show in your podcast app. Right. The benefit for you is you get to know when the next season comes out. But the benefit for the show is that the platforms know that this is a show that's helpful to you. And so they will share it with more people and, and reach a wider audience. And I'm not doing this from my own ego. Just like I said earlier, this is information that doesn't exist anywhere. And so I'm trying to get it into the hands of as many people as possible. So it's just about karma, paying it forward, helping other people. And you can help me do that, too. So obviously subscribing, as we talked about but also liking the show, which, you know, like it on YouTube or leave a comment on YouTube. Or if you're on your podcast platform, you can leave a five-star rating. Some of the platforms let you even leave a review, just a comment or two. All of these things tell the podcast platforms that this show is helping you. And so then they will share it more and try to get it in front of more people. So if this show has benefited you in any way, if you feel more confident now, if you feel more clear about something now, if you feel like you've booked a job because of something we said or built a new relationship or got further along in the process because of something on this show, then this is such a simple, easy and free way to help me out and help get the show out there and help the community all rise and be better together. And speaking of knowing when the next season is coming out, when is season three coming out? And the answer is, I don't know. I'm just going to be real with you all and be honest with you. And as I say in the intro to every episode, this is about peeling back the curtain and revealing to you what's really working. So I'm going to peel back the curtain on myself and show you what I'm really experiencing at the moment. And also, this demonstrates a lot of the concepts that we've talked about in this season. And one of those was about taking action and how taking action 
teaches you things, specifically taking imperfect action, right? And if you look at the first episode of this podcast to now, you could say that first episode is way more imperfect than this one. There is no such thing as perfect. So even this one's not perfect, but it's closer to what I would want it to be. But I've only been able to get here because of what I've learned after recording the past 30 episodes, right? But something I've learned this season, like a big thing that I've learned is I need to be better about planning the long-term trajectory of the season and not just thinking about the launch period, right? Because I usually will block off a few weeks of my schedule to get the, you know, the guests scheduled in and to start recording the first few episodes and get things ready to launch. But I don't really factor in all the things I've going on for the rest of the season. As you know, it's a 15 episode season, so that's 15 weeks. But in reality, it's really about 20 weeks because there's the lead up time that I have to be doing a lot of the planning and recording like I just mentioned. There's time afterwards where I have to wrap things up. So all in all, it ends up being like 20 weeks or more like five months. That's nearly half a year. So I can't think about just the you know first month or so just getting things up and running. I need to think about what my schedule looks like over the next five months because honestly, I burnt myself out a little bit. I was up against the deadline some weeks trying to get this happening. And I don't want you to think I don't love doing the show because I do. Two things can be true. You can love something and it can also burn you out, right? That Those both can be true. I still love connecting with our guests. I love connecting with you. I love sharing this information with you. That all is true. But I also had a lot of things going on this past season for me. As a lot of you know, I'm the associate and the tour choreographer for Lincoln Center Theater's production of My Fair Lady that's on national tour right now. I also directed a concert for Abington Theater Company here in New York City. I'm also working with some writers on their new place uh, and on their new scripts and getting those developed. So it's a lot of time just on the directing and choreography side, but then also on the teaching side, I had run a five-day challenge that's helping you all get ready for your 2024 career goals. I'm also running Amplified Artists, and we have monthly events in there, and we have different guests coming in and workshops and trainings that I'm recording. So it's just a lot of stuff, and I burnt myself out. And it's, you know, it's something that I learned that I have to think about the entire season and what I have coming up over the five months and not just that launch period. So all of that is to say that I don't know when the next season is coming out. I don't know what my schedule is now. I know that I get a little break now. I'm very excited to have a little break here. So I'm not asking for sympathy, right? Even if I'm burnt out, that's totally fine. I have this break. I'm going to be seeing family. I'm going to be in the sun. I'm all good. Um, this isn't me complaining. I'm just being real, like I said. And these are the things that are contributing to me saying, I don't know. I need to know, like after I take this little bit of time and take this break, um, I need to look at what my schedule is going to be like. Now, if we look at when the first season ended and when the second season started, it was just a little over a year. So you could say, well, maybe it's going to be February or March of next year when these launch, but I don't know. It's going to depend on my schedule. It could be sooner, could be later. We'll have to see. But that doesn't mean we have to lose connection between now and then, right? There's still many ways that we can stay connected, all right? And we're going to talk about those. But I first just want to say before I move into that, while we're talking about this, you know, the structure of the season and the timing of the season, if you have thoughts or comments about this, uh, I'd love to know because some of the ideas I have in my head, besides just being better about when I'm planning this, maybe I need to do fewer episodes. Maybe I need to space the episodes out every other week during the season just to give me a little bit more breathing room in between them. Um, so let me know. Do you listen to podcasts that have shorter seasons that are maybe just eight to 10 episodes? And what do you think about those? Do you listen to podcasts that, you know, are released every other week? 
And what do you think about that? Let me know. I mean, you can drop me a comment uh, below this video if you're watching on YouTube or regardless of how you're watching or listening to this, you can always reach me on Instagram. You can find me. I'm there at Jim Cooney NYC. Uh, drop me a DM. Let's chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts about podcasts you love and even about this podcast. Like, do you want to hear from specific guests? Are there certain topics you want to hear about? Do you wish the episodes were shorter or longer? I mean, I'm always open to feedback. I'm doing these episodes to help you, as I've said, uh, you know, earlier in this episode here. So talk to me. If you're on my mailing list, you're also going to get a survey here shortly in the next week or two asking you for feedback on some of these kinds of things. And so you'll be able to share that information with me that way, because I really do appreciate that and value that advice. So let's talk about now, how do we stay connected between now and then? Well, two of the ways I've already mentioned. One is social media, right? You can find me again. I'm on Instagram at Jim Cooney NYC. You know, follow me. I post content on there. Um, during the season, it's usually stuff that's related to the podcast episodes because there's way more information on a podcast than I can give you in a one minute, you know, Instagram or TikTok video. But, you know, during the off season, I share a lot of different tips and strategies and advice there. So that's a good way to stay connected with me. Um, also, I have an email list, as I mentioned. So if you want to be on my email list and get free tips and strategies and advice sent to you in your inbox, this is something else I do completely for free. And so you can uh, easily get on this uh, mailing list just by going to my website, jimcooney.me forward slash join. And I will put the link to that in the show notes. Um, and so you can just join that. And if you find it's not helpful to you, you can always unsubscribe at any time. But it's just another one of those free uh, resources that I uh, offer to you. Also, if you are newer to the show and you haven't gone back and listened to all, all these other episodes this season, as I mentioned earlier on the show, go back and listen to that. Also, there's a whole first season. There's 15 other episodes. Actually, there's 16 because I did a bonus episode last season. There's 16 other episodes you could listen to from season one. And this is on my website as well. So, you know, if you if you haven't uh, caught some of these, then you can spend this time between now and next season catching up on those episodes or re-listening to ones that resonated with you and that you you want to hear some things again because, you know, we're all multitasking usually while we're listening or watching these things. And so sometimes things go by that we don't notice until we listen to them again. So um, go listen to those favorites again. Before I did the podcast, what I used to do was have a, a blog where every week I would put out strategies and tips and whatnot on the blog instead. And actually, Again, talking about taking action and what you learn, what I learned from doing the blog was that people also like to hear things on a podcast or watch them on a YouTube video. So that's why I moved from the blog to creating Theater Life Uncensored and creating the show. So if you go to my website, jimcooney.me, there's a link in the menu for the blog, or I will put the link again in the show notes here. So you can just click and go directly to that. Scroll back uh, past the um, the podcast episodes or go back before the podcast episodes and you'll reach all of the blog articles, right, that I used to write. And they have all different kinds of tips and tricks, like I said, all different strategies for you on so many different topics. Uh, and even though those articles are a couple years old now, a lot of that information is still the same. You know, things about uh, self-tapes and submissions and your reels and your websites. None of that information has really changed in the last two years or three years. So it's all still completely relevant. So that's another way you can stay connected and keep growing uh, with me uh, until the next season launches. Now, of course, if you want more of a specific way, if you want more of a one-on-one -on -one interaction with me type of way where I'm actually able to help you directly and uniquely just yourself, and you want like step-by-step -step guidance and information and whatnot, 
then of course you can always become a member of Amplified Artists, right? Because you do get unlimited access to me one-on-one. -on -one. We have a feature where you can send me a video or audio message at any time and get a response back from me. And this is available to you unlimited. You can use it 24 seven, 365, whether you have a question, whether you want feedback on something, whether you're having a roadblock and you want help troubleshooting it, whatever it can be, you have unlimited access to me uh, through being a member. Of course, we also have all of our trainings, our whole library that's going to help you with a bunch of things related to your marketing from your uh, photos and your websites and your reels and your social media to the business side of things, you know, agents and casting directors and contracts and negotiation and professional communication and managing your money. You know, things we're going to be talking about, you know, today on this episode, right? We have all those kinds of trainings for that as well. We talk about your health and not just your physical health, but your mental and spiritual health too. Things like fighting your imposter syndrome, or rising against rejection, uh, having bulletproof confidence. I mean, I mean, things that are really important, as we know in our industry, to take care of our mental health and our spiritual health. So you have access to all of those things. But one of my favorite parts about Amplified Artists is our game plans, because these go step by step with you in a strategic order. So it removes the paralyzation that can happen by having to make decisions. It can remove the fatigue that happens from having to make decisions. It removes the overwhelm that happens from having to make decisions because it is all laid out for you. It also lets you work smarter, not harder. So for example, you'd want to figure out what to wear and how you want to brand yourself before you would take your photos. You want to take your photos before you build your website because your website's going to use those photos. So instead of doing things in some random order, right, this lines everything up for you so you can go step by step and do things in the most streamlined, efficient, easiest way and check things off as you go so you can see your progress, you can feel good about the progress you're making and you can see the trajectory of where you're going. Now, of course, if you just want to go into our training library and cherry pick things that you need, that's also fine. But for most people, like having the streamlined step-by-step -step approach is really, really helpful. Also, we've talked a lot in the season about the power of building relationships and networking. And this is all baked into Amplified Artists too. We have a lot of events where you can mix and mingle with other people in the industry, whether it's our moderated town hall discussions, whether it's our group challenges, strategy sessions. And by the way, we have all different kinds of people in Amplified Artists. We have producers, we have performers, we have directors, choreographers, writers, stage managers, musicians. So you're not just networking with people who are uh, doing the same thing as you in the industry. You're networking with people who can actually hire you. And yes, members of Amplified Artists have hired other members of Amplified Artists. And yes, members have also referred members to jobs, which those members then also got. So this is like a living, breathing, networking environment for you uh, that's in a safe, comfortable, easy space. And we have community forums. These are like message boards. So if you want to get feedback, not just for me, I've already mentioned how you can do that for me, but to get feedback from your peers, see what's working uh, for them. If someone's worked at this place before, or worked for that person before, what are their thoughts on that? What teacher should they go to for this? What headshot photographer should they use? Right? These are all kinds of questions that you can ask and get feedback from the entire group. You also can share your career wins. You also can get accountability. And as I've said many times on the show, you are 95% more likely to succeed just by having accountability in place, just by going into those message boards and saying what you're going to want to work on or saying what, what your goal is and what your date is. You are 95% more likely to achieve that just by using that little bit of accountability there. So those are just some of the highlights. But if you want to see everything your membership includes and how to join, you can go to amplifiedartist.life. And I've put a link to that in the show notes. You get unlimited access to everything the moment you join. 
including over $1,200 worth of industry discounts. I mean, that alone makes it a no-brainer to join. But what is the actual benefit of having all of this, right? Because it's one thing to talk about, here's all the things you get, but what are the benefits? Well, I surveyed our members at the end of this past year and asked them, you know, how things are going for them. They are now booking between 50 to 150% more jobs than they were booking before they became members. 50 to 150% increase on the amount of jobs that they're booking. They're also making, on average, over $25,000 more a year by being a member. Now, I've also surveyed them in the past about things like confidence and if they're clear on who they are as an artist. And when people answer this, 100% of the people say, yes, I feel more confident about who I am now and what I offer. I feel more clear about who I am and what I offer. And so I know how to brand myself and position myself and market myself and talk to people when I'm in the audition room or when I'm submitting myself or when I'm pitching a project right? 100% success rate here on all those things. So there's plenty of proof that what we do in Amplified Artists works and that members are greatly benefiting. So go check us out. Go to AmplifiedArtist.life. And again, I've linked to that in the show notes. So those are all the ways that we can stay connected between now and when the next season starts and how you can keep growing and learning. But we're still here in this season. So let's get to this, our final episode. All season long, we've talked about booking your dream jobs. We've talked about booking jobs faster. We've talked about booking jobs easier. We've talked about booking jobs more often. And all of these things lead to you making more money. But making more money is only one category in how you build wealth. And again, by building wealth, we're talking about building your dream financial picture. We're talking about building your dream lifestyle. We're talking about you living richly with the kind of money you want to have. If you've not heard me bang my drum about this before, the idea of a starving artist is a myth. And I did a whole podcast episode about this last season, so I'm not going to recap all of that here. You can go listen to that episode. If you are someone who feels stressed about money, specifically in relationship to you being an artist, please go listen to that episode. I use real numbers, real salaries from our industry compared to other industries to show you how we make the same amount of money, but why in our industry you maybe feel like you're starving. This will help shift your mind around this so you no longer feel like a starving artist. So I've linked to that, like I said, in the show notes. Please go listen to that if you need to. But this idea of making money, this category of making money by working, this is actually the hardest category of all the different categories, right? And there's a bunch of different reasons for that. First of all, it's the most risky. It's the most inconsistent. It's the one where we have the least amount of control. I mean, think about our industry. We don't have a lot of control in the jobs that we book. It's not like other industries where the longer you've done it, the more skills you have, the more uh, degrees you have or certifications or licenses you have, the more job experience you have, that you just keep going up and up a ladder, right? In our industry, you could be the most talented person in the room. You could have the biggest resume, the longest resume, the most experience. You could have a master's degree. You could have all these things and still not book the job because of something silly like your height, right? We don't have the same level of control in making money in our industry like other industries do. Also, we don't get to always set the salaries, like the union set salaries. And a lot of times producers are going to start at that salary and you may be able to negotiate that. We did a, a previous episode about negotiations this season, but the, the range of salary or the base salaries, those are non-negotiable, right? The unions are setting those or a production company might just say like, this is our budget. This is what the salary is. So we don't want to rely on this money-making category to build our wealth, right? It's going to be very, very difficult. Another reason why this money-making category is the hardest one is it's using the hamster wheel approach. 
You work, get paid, work, get paid, work, get paid. That hamster wheel just spins and spins and spins and spins. But as soon as you stop working, the wheel stops spinning and you don't get paid, right? So you're not really building wealth. You're just having to keep this hamster wheel spinning. If you get injured or you want to take a vacation or any of these things and that wheel stops, boom, you're out of luck, right? So this is not a good approach. Another thing that makes this category really difficult is it's only temporary. So it may feel great while you're working, while there's money coming in. But as we said with the hamster wheel approach, as soon as you stop that, there's no money coming in. So you're not actually building wealth. This is more of a paycheck to paycheck type strategy where the money is coming in and that's what's keeping you feeling like you have money. But in reality, as soon as that job goes away, there is no money there. There is no real wealth there. And this is such a risky category because a show could close at any moment. A pandemic could happen. A strike could happen. As I mentioned earlier, you could get injured or you might have to go home and take care of a family member. Something could happen at any time that stops this hamster wheel approach and there goes any sense of wealth that you are thinking that you have, right? Again, this is a short-term solution. So we don't want to focus on short-term solutions. We want to focus on long-term things that are going to benefit us, even if any of these other things happen, even when the hamster wheel stops or a pandemic happens again, or we lose a job for whatever reason, we want to have real wealth to rely on. So this money-making category is one that most people think of, right? When they think about, oh, I just need to work more. I just need to make more money. But this is not truly building wealth. And so I want you to really be clear on that and really understand that. You're tempting your whole financial situation to fate if you only rely on this money-making category. So there are so many other categories out there. And so today on this episode, I want to share three of those with you. We're going to talk about three categories. And within each category, there's tons of strategies you can use. So within each category, I'm also going to share one specific strategy. And it's a strategy that I personally use. As I said already on this episode, we say at the beginning, peel back the curtain and reveal to you what's really working. So I'm going to keep peeling back the curtain on my life and sharing things that I do so you can do them too. You can see how they help me so that they can help you too. And within each strategy that I share, I'm going to give you a resource that I personally use that you can use too. So again, we're going to talk about three different categories. Within each category, I'm going to share a personal strategy that I use. And for each of those, I'm going to share a personal resource I use. So this is ultra specific. It's going to let you take action right away. So let's dive in. The first category we're going to talk about is using your existing money to make more free money. So you don't need to work more. You don't need to get more jobs. This is using your existing money to make more free money. It is the opposite of the hamster wheel approach because it doesn't rely on you booking more jobs and working to have that money coming in. You're going to use the money that you have from the jobs that you do to make you more free money. This means you can take a vacation, you can nurse an injury, you can turn down a project, how you could even retire because this does not rely on you making more money. No matter what you are doing in your life, working or not working, you are still making money. And how this works is using compound interest. So let me just do a very quick breakdown of this for you. Let's say you put money into the bank in some sort of account that earns you interest. So at the end of that month, the money you put in the bank earns interest. It earns free money. Okay, great. That's awesome. That's interest. But we want to talk about compound interest. What does compound means? It means your interest compounds. So next month, the money that you'd put in there from that first month that's still in there, that's going to earn interest again that next month. 
But also that interest that you earned last month, that free money that you earned last month is going to earn interest this month. So now your interest earned interest, your free money earned more free money, right? Then the next month, same thing again, that initial sum of money that you put in there, that earns interest again. But now the interest from the past two months also earns interest. So the free money that you get, it keeps growing and growing and growing. It's compounding on itself. It's like a snowball. As you roll a snowball, the snow accumulates and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You're not necessarily just adding more snow. It's the fact that it's compounding upon itself that is what's making it get bigger, right? And so the sooner you start, the better, because then you have the longest amount of time for the snowball to roll. And so that compound interest is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger the sooner that you start this. So that's the category, using your free money to make more free money. And we're going to use compound interest to have that happen. Now let's talk about a strategy I use. Well, one of the things that you can do is put your money into a high yield savings account. What's the difference between a high yield savings account and a regular savings account? Just that this one is high yield, meaning higher interest. Well, how come they can give you higher interest? There's a variety of reasons, again, outside the scope of what we're talking about today, but a very simple thing you can probably wrap your head around easily is that traditionally, you know, in the past, banks were physical locations. They were brick and mortar locations. So they had a lot of overhead expenses, uh, the real estate, the, you know, electricity, water, all those kinds of things, right? There's a lot of overhead in that. But as banks have been able to move online, they have been able to reduce some of their locations and reduce that overhead cost and then pass on more savings to you and a higher interest rate. But we have banks nowadays that are completely online that don't have any physical locations. So their overhead is really low. And so they can offer you a much higher percent of interest. And these banks are still protected by the government, just like a brick and mortar bank is. They have the same protections. They're still legal. Like there's nothing wrong with using them. They just can give you higher interest. So why would you not want to take advantage of that? And for example, the high yield savings account that I use that I'm going to recommend to you here in a moment, this is the resource that I will share with you. The one that I use, it currently is earning 10 times more than the savings account at my local bank, the bank that I use for just my regular everyday checking account, right? 10 times more. So that'd be like me saying to you, would you rather put your money in this account and make $1,000 or would you rather put it in this account and make $10,000? Because that's 10 times more, right? I think you'd want the $10,000. So this is why we want to use a high yield savings account instead of a regular savings account. Now, let me just give you some practical numbers here. Again, I'm going to peel back the curtain and reveal to you. For myself, in this high yield savings account that I have that I'm going to recommend to you and give you as a resource, in 2023 alone, the amount of compound interest I learned equals over three months of my rent. That is free money. I could live in my apartment for three months for free just on the compound interest I got from having it in this high yield savings account. Now, I'm not going to take that money out because I don't need to use that to pay my rent. I'm going to let it sit there and keep compounding. Because remember, I want that snowball to keep rolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because if I have three months of rent that I didn't even pay for, that's just sitting in that account, that's going to compound next month with interest. And then that's going to compound again and again and again. Why not leave it in there? It's going to eventually be four months of rent, five months of rent, six months of rent, right? It's just compounding there in case I have any sort of emergency situation or need to use it for other things or maybe shift it into other accounts like a retirement account or other things that we're not going to talk about today, but there's other things you can do with that money. All right. So the important thing to know is it's not just that in 2023, I got some big paychecks and put those paychecks in there 
And because I had all those huge paychecks, it compounded three months of rent in one year. No, that compounding that happened this year is from other free money I've had from all the years prior that I've been having this money roll and snowball, right? Like, for example, maybe I only put 10000 in. I don't know. I haven't gone and looked. But let's say I only put $10,000 of my own money in over all the years that I've had this account. That 10000 over these years, and as I've been putting money in, that's just been snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. So there's a lot of free money in that account that I have not earned. And so that keeps compounding. And so that is how it's gotten to this three months of free rent. So again, the sooner you start, the better. All right. So the specific resource I want to give you is this high yield savings account that I use. It is online. It is free to use. They have a really great app. It's very user-friendly. It's targeted at millennials and people that are younger. Like it's just made for, you know, people in our generation and even younger than me, because I don't want to put myself in the 20 or 30 year old category with y'all, but it's, it's made for people of, you know, this, this time period in this generation here. Uh, I have linked to it in the show notes. So you can click on that link. And another cool thing that I love about this online account. And by the way, you can move your money in and out of it into your checking account, just like you would any other savings account, right? But one thing I love uh, specifically about this one, besides it having this high interest, is that it also has a great referral program. So if you click on the link that I put in the show notes, you are going to get a bonus. You are going to get an extra 0.5% interest just by clicking on my link and joining that way instead of going through their main website, right? It's an extra bonus for doing nothing just by clicking that link instead. And for me, it extends my five, my extra 0.5% for three months. So we are both going to get this 0.5% bonus, uh, this extension for us put on just by you using this link. And then when you become a member, of course, you can share this link with your friends and family and help them get more interest and you get more interest as well, right? So again, that link is in there. It's a high yield savings account that, that covers this category of using existing money to make more money. The second category is getting free money by doing things you're already doing. You don't need to get another job. You don't need to get paid more. It has nothing to do with money at all. It's getting free money by doing the things you're already doing. And there's many examples in this category. The strategy we're going to talk about is credit card points, because if you are already swiping a credit card or a debit card, you might as well get points for that, which you can use as free money. You can use your points for cash back, you can use your points as a credit card statement. You could use it to get a gift card. You could use the points for free flights, free hotels, free car rentals, dining certificates. There's so many ways to use points as free money for doing something, again, just like swiping a credit card or debit card. It's something you're already doing. Now, there's three caveats to that. The first one is if you're using a credit card and you have a balance on there, any kind of debt, you want to pay that off as soon as possible because what you are actually doing is paying the credit card company compound interest. They're charging you a high interest rate and that's compounding every month that you have that balance. So just like with the high yield savings where you were earning compound interest on a credit card, that same thing is happening, but you are the one paying the interest. And a thing to note is you are always going to pay a high interest rate on a credit card and you're going to receive a low interest rate on a high yield savings. So you're always going to be putting yourself into debt if you have that credit card balance because you're paying out more than you ever would be receiving from a savings account. So don't worry about these other strategies. If you have a, a debt on the credit card, pay that off as soon as possible. Get extra jobs to pay that off, scrimp and save, do whatever you have to do to pay off that credit card ASAP. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is, we also don't want to put ourselves in debt. So 
Don't use this strategy to just swipe your credit card and then pay for things you can't afford. This strategy is getting free money by doing things you are already doing, right? So if you would already be swiping your credit card for this or debit card for this, then yes, use this strategy, but don't just go swiping for the fun of it to try to build up points. Because again, the interest you're going to pay is going to negate any value these points are going to give you. And the third strategy is keep it simple. Sometimes when people start learning about credit card points, they, you know, their eyes get real big and they think about all the free money they could be getting and they start opening up all these different credit cards and trying to use a credit card to pay for dining on this card and then a different credit card to pay for, you know, shopping over here because they're going to get more points that. And sure, you can do all that. But to me, time is also worth something. Time is worth money. You don't need to do that. You can just have a very simple strategy to get these credit card points and you're going to get a lot of value. You don't need to go down the rabbit hole and become like a points guru with this. Just keep things simple. So the one resource I'm going to share with you today is a card that's specifically good for people who travel a lot, which is us. If we're in a, a theater business, it traveling internationally, traveling domestically, this card is good for both. We'll talk about that. But it's also great for people who live in New York, which most of you probably do if you're in theater or if you live in any city where there's theater and you are a renter because this is the only credit card that you can get points for by paying your rent. That includes even if your landlord does not accept a credit card, which most landlords don't. Or if you want to use your credit card to pay, they're going to charge you some fee. This credit card lets you attach your checking account. So when you go to pay your rent, if your landlord does not let you use a credit card, it will take the money out of your checking account instead, but it will treat it like a credit card transaction in that it will give you points just as if you swiped your credit card. So your landlord is just getting money out of your checking account, just like they normally would, but you are going to get credit card points for doing that. And then of course you can use this credit card to pay for anything else you need to pay for. So why this is good for people who travel a lot is there are no foreign transaction fees. So let's say you book a job overseas. You don't even need to think about opening up a new credit card. You can use this overseas. It's not going to charge you that 3% that a lot of credit cards charge you for using a credit card in a, a foreign location. You can use your credit card for free overseas. And by the way, this credit card has no annual fee either. It's a completely free credit card. It's also good for traveling domestically because it has credits for Lyft. So if you are hired at a job where they want you to use cabs or Ubers or Lyfts to get to and from rehearsals or the theater or whatever it may be, and they're already reimbursing you for those anyway, this card also gives you a $5 Lyft credit every month. So that's 60 bucks a year. Again, just free money just by using their card to pay for your Lyft rides. It also has cell phone protection built in. It also has uh, insurance for car rentals, like the, for collision damage waiver insurance, right? Things that we use a lot in our business if we're renting cars for our different jobs and whatnot. So this is a great card for people in our industry to have. Also, on the first day of every month, they call it rent day because that's when rent is due. On this first day, they have double points. So, for example, normally they give you three points if you use your credit card um, at a restaurant. Let's say for dining, you get three points per dollar. But on rent day, you get six points per dollar. I don't know any other credit card that gives you six points per dollar on dining. So, like, that alone is another great perk on this. On rent day, they also have games you can play, like trivias and things, to earn more free points. Again, you're not spending any money, but you're getting free money by doing it. They also have discounts for things on rent day and other promos and specials where you can double your points and triple your points. So it's a really great card. I've put a link to it in the show notes for this. Again, no annual fee. 
and you can use it to pay your rent and use it just like any other normal credit card and just collect the points, right? So it's a really great card. I highly recommend it to everyone. The link is in the show notes. And the third and final category for today is keeping more of your existing money. So I'm gonna use an example of a leaky bucket. Let's say you have a bucket and you're putting water into it, right? And that's like all these other categories we talked about today. Making more money in the money-making category, using compound interest in that category, using credit card points. You just keep putting more and more water into this bucket and this water's rising, right? You're building wealth. But if the bucket has holes in it, that water's gonna keep draining out. So you're continuing to increase the water, but it's continuing to decrease through these holes. So it's a never ending system and it just never is gonna let you really build wealth because that water just keeps dripping out. So we wanna plug the holes. We wanna plug all the different ways you may be losing money. And there's a lot of different examples on this, but the strategy we're gonna talk about today is very current to the time that this episode is coming out because it is tax season. So let's talk about taxes and how do taxes create holes in your bucket? Well, one of the ways they do that is by overpaying. And I don't mean literally like giving the government too much money. I mean, you're not taking advantage of the things that they give you. So there are tax laws that say that you don't owe money to the government for XYZ reasons. And if you do XYZ things in our business, we are business owners. So business owners have deductions of things we don't need to pay taxes on. Now, the government can't do taxes for everyone, so they're going to rely on you to be in charge of that. But you're not going to get anything if you forget to do it, if you don't know about it, if you do it incorrectly. It's all on you to know what are all the things you don't need to pay taxes on. What are all the loopholes that you have, legal loopholes that they've put in there to help you out? that they are giving to you as a gift. It is your responsibility to take all those so that you don't pay tax on things that you would maybe have to pay taxes on. Like if you got paid $100 and let's say you thought that you owed the government $25 on that. Well, you might only owe them $10 on that because of these other things that we're talking about that you could be deducting and you would say, hey, I don't actually owe money on these things. So you get to keep more of your money, all right? Now, even if you know about certain deductions and things, the tax laws change every single year. So we're going to talk about this when we get to the actual resource here in a moment of what you want to do to really 100% ensure that you are taking advantage of everything that you have at your disposal legally in the law to reduce how much money you owe, okay? Another reason why taxes create holes in the bucket is because of penalties and fees. We have to pay Quarterly estimates for most of us who are on 1099s, we have to pay quarterly estimates. And if you're not doing that or you're not paying the right amount, you are incurring fees and penalties for that. I've worked with a lot of artists who thought, oh, I thought that was just natural. That was just what I thought these were just like fees I had to pay. They didn't even understand that these were things they were paying because of things they were doing incorrectly and that they were owing money to the government that they didn't need to pay. So that was very simple to not be doing that. So we wanna make sure you're not doing these kinds of things and you're creating holes in your bucket where you're just giving money away where you don't need to be doing that, right? Keep as much of your paycheck as you can keep. So the resource I use is something that I actually created from working with different tax accountants my whole career up until now. I also, as I've mentioned sometimes here on this podcast, I used to own a, a company, a, a side hustle that was, building websites for artists and for uh, different types of corporations and whatnot. So I had employees there. So I had to know the tax code from that side of things. Uh, a lot of people in my family are entrepreneurs. So I had a lot of people I could ask questions on. So I really 
knew a lot and like have gained a lot of knowledge from this. So I created cheat sheets and worksheets and checklists for myself to help keep myself organized and to make sure I wasn't missing things and it would make it easier when I was working with my accountant. Now I put all of those inside Amplified Artists so that our members have access to all of those things. I also put together a training in there that goes step-by-step step through taxes and what you need to know as an artist, because we don't need to know the whole tax code, but what are things specifically for our industry that we need to know? I show you how to get an accountant for free. Again, going back to this idea of making sure you're getting the best benefit and you're getting the biggest tax refund that you possibly can and that you're saving as much money and that you're not paying these penalties and fees, you need an accountant. And if you can use one for free, why would you not do that, right? They're the ones who stay current on the laws and they know everything that's going on. They are going to be the best person to help you with this. They're going to prevent you from getting audited because that's not going to be a good look for them if their clients are getting audited. So they're going to make sure that everything is legal and done perfectly for you. So we show you how you can get those for free, how to get that big refund check, how to stay organized throughout the year, how to keep systems so that you don't need to be tracking all of these deductions and tracking when these payments are due, like systems that do it all for you. And so then when it's tax time, instead of you sitting with a big box of receipts or sitting and trying to organize all these W-2s and 1099s and getting stressed out about it all, you can just click a button and run a report. You can just gather the few documents I tell you to, to gather and you can take them to your free accountant. Everything will be laid out for them. It's going to be easy, breezy. All of this is inside Amplified Artists. But at this time of year, we also do a tax challenge. We do a, a four-week challenge. It doesn't take you four weeks to go through it. The reason why it's four weeks is because a lot of people have rehearsal schedules, so they only have one day off a week. So there's just one task per week that you have to do. So you could do this all in one day if you wanted to, or all in a week, but we space this out to give you some breathing room. The fastest task you can do in under 10 minutes. The longest task could be between one and two hours, depending on you know your situation there, but probably no more than two hours. So again, this is a compact challenge, but we spread it out over four weeks. And so you get to go with everyone together at the same pace. You get to ask your questions. And that's starting on February 18th and going to March 18th. But again, even if you're just hearing this episode towards you know mid-March and you're like, oh, I've missed the first couple of weeks. Like I said, you can easily get caught up. You don't need a whole month to go through this challenge. And honestly, anytime you're hearing this episode, this challenge is available inside Amplified Artists all year round. We just go through it together in this time period, but it's all the information is all there for you. The trainings are there, all the resources, the checklists, the cheat sheets, everything that you can download is there. And you can go through this at any time. Um, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, we have the message boards in our community forum. So if you have questions of how other people handled a certain situation, or if they have a certain type of document, like how they did it, actually one of our members is a licensed accountant. So you even have like expert advice in there from a licensed accountant um, as well. The most common thing people tell me after they go through this challenge is they wish they would have known this stuff sooner. It would have saved them so much money. And they also say it would have saved them time and energy too. And I know this for myself as well, because before I started doing these things, before I learned about them myself even, I used to have to owe money every year on my taxes. And it wasn't until I learned these things and started putting these resources together for myself so I could stay organized and whatnot. That's when it went from me owing money or only getting back like maybe $100 in a refund check to now getting back thousands of dollars, right? So this is why I'm passionate about teaching this. And so if you want to be you know, not stressed about your money and you want to have an accountant for free and you want to get a big refund check and get organized to make this so simple for you, then join us. I, I already mentioned earlier in the episode, you can join us by going to amplifiedartist.life. 
I've put that link in the show notes as well. And by the way, there are no contracts with Amplified Artists. It's not like a gym membership or a cell phone where you're signing up for an extended period of time. You literally can just join for a month. You can come and go as you please. So if you just want to join to do this challenge or you just want to join to get this information, you can and just stay a member a month, right? There, there's no contract. You're not held down to anything. Uh, it's just meant to be a resource that's there for you when you need it, whenever you need it. All right. So these are the three categories that we are talking about today that don't require you making more money. All right. So number one was using your existing money to get more free money. Number two was getting free money by doing things you're already doing. And number three was keeping more of your existing money. And compared to that other category where you're just focused on making money, you're not at the mercy here of staying continually employed. So you can take time off for whatever reason, and you're not affecting anything. You're still building wealth 24-7. And so that's why I wanted to end the season on this note, because I know so many of you are struggling with money. You're feeling like a starving artist. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You're stressed where the next job is coming from. You're stressed where the next paycheck is coming from. And I just want to help you breathe easier. And I want to help you understand how you can actually build wealth and build your dream lifestyle. And so with that, I will conclude the season and say again, thank you so much for everything. And there are links to all the things we talked about. We covered a lot of ground today. I gave you a lot of resources. There are links to all of these things in the show notes. So go there if you need to catch any of those. If you have any questions about today's episode, you can drop those in a comment below this video if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Jim Cooney NYC. And also, I'll ask you again to please hit the like, subscribe, and get notified buttons if you're on YouTube or if you're listening on a podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a five-star rating. Please leave a review. These things help other people find out about the show. Let's raise up that karma. Let's pay it forward. I really appreciate any help you can give me in getting the show in front of more people. And for my final ask of this season, if you have found this helpful, if you've booked a job from this or gotten any benefit out of this or learned something from this season and you want to help support the show, leaving a small tip is greatly appreciated. There is a link to do so in the show notes. It helps me cover the cost of the show. I really do appreciate anything you can do to support it. And as always, remember, there is no one on the planet who is just like you. Stay true to the gifts you have and who you are. Thank you so much for tuning in this season. Be kind, be safe, and be well. Cheers. Cheers.